Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dies is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Most oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a That would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi, fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Hayas pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. That was freshly here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is all this is the Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh my pills. <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya. For their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin, receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to hayahealth.com slash daddies. Steel is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Steel is website. one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, hayahealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. It's been a long day without you, Payton. And we'll tell you all about it when we see you again. We drove a long way in our minivan And we'll help you find your father once we've saved our children Once we've saved our children
Darn, time flew. Tiger of Faerun, so much to teach you. How to tie a half Windsor, how to use wood glue. Running football drills, and how to light a grill and pay your bills. But now we found you another home. Where you'll make cool swords and never be alone. And I know one day our paths will cross again. Cause you're a son to me, my dear Payton. I got a sentimental heart and it's breaking in two. Like a geode, cause I know this is what we gotta do. But no alkaline, our intentions are true. You're the shist, Payton Bennett's, of course we love you. Will our paths meet again? Yo, they stalagmite. But if that day never comes, keep it stalactite. Keep it stalactite. Could you not talk about combat when combat's on the lookout? Grew up in the octagon with all the punches he caught. Now we gotta leave you with the bully walk. It's been a long day without you, Payton. And we'll tell you all about it when we see you again. Yeah, when I see you again. We drove a long way in our minivan. Using that cruise control. And we'll help you find your father. We've saved our children. Once we've saved our children. Don't make me pull this over. The other dads are crying. They think it's harsh that I'm not. I'm bad with faces, but your name's something I haven't forgot. Either it's Payson or Patton, Percy, and your arms are pythons. Kid, you can't really protect us, so it's time we move on. And I'd wish you luck in battle, but we know that you lose. So I guess it all seems right that we would lose you too. About combat when combat's all that we got. Grew up in the octagon with all the punches he caught. Now we gotta leave you with the bully walk. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, sometimes a BDSM podcast, and sometimes a D&D podcast, uh, <laughs> about you. four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons, morning edition. Do, 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 do. That's right, we normally record at night, and we're bringing that hardcore Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. energy into this. My name is Freddie Wong, I play Glenn Close, the bard of the group, and also a rock and roll cover band dad, and this week's dad fact for Glenn is this. Glenn's favorite Star Wars movie is number two, Attack of the Clones, baby. No. Worst one. <laughs> of course he likes the literal worst one. Hell yeah. No. What's oh, his favorite clones. thing about it? Is that the his one with the Yoda fight? favorite thing is the clones. That's the one, yes, that's that's the one, Yoda versus Dooku. That's the one where C-3PO's head is next to his body, and then R2-D2 grabs it, and C-3PO says... Such a drag. Glenn's yes. slow <laughs> clap during the Yoda fight. I'm so, I would have thought that Glenn would be a Return of the Jedi special edition man, what with the Sice Noodles and the Max Rebo bands. Dead <laughs> single Jedi rocks. Did you know that canonically those bands play a form of music in Star Wars called Jizz? Jizz. No, that's, that's the band in uh, the Mos Eisley Cantina, you fucking fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like other Star Wars fans. <laughs> I like Jizz. <laughs> All right, 8.30 in the morning, that's that's the most I've heard that word that early in the morning. (laughs) You need to get out more. (laughs) Then I'm going to start calling you at 4.30. (laughs) Matt, who is that? Don't worry, it's just Anthony calling again. (laughs) It's jizz. It's jizz likely. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm likely to jizz. No. Anthony, when do we meet just likely in the adventure? When I get sick of your shit. <laughs> It'll be a punishment for Any bad role playing. Uh, 
All right. I'm already regretting my dad fact after all this. All right. My name's uh, Matt Arnold. I'm Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad who's now a barbarian. Uh, Fun fact, starting with a mad fact, which is it's 8.30 in the morning for everybody here. It feels more like 4 p.m. for me because I've been up since... 2 a.m. because my baby didn't sleep. Oh, no. So I don't remember what my dad fact actually was. So here's a real one. Um, we which get it. Will, you're a dad. Which is going to be a little Daryl fact. Um, Daryl's favorite thing about being a father when Grant was born was when they're asleep and they wake up, the kids have this moment where they're like, they don't really understand what the world is and their eyes are wide and glazed over and they're looking all around and they don't really know where they are. And then they lock eyes with you and they have a big smile when they realize you're you're there. And that's uh, that's Daryl's favorite thing about being a dad and Matt's Aww. favorite thing. So it's, so. The, it's the knowledge that you matter. Yes. So it's mainly about you. It's Did mostly about me. It's <laughs> mostly about me. That and baby farts. Those are his, his second favorite thing. Uh, hey, what's up? I'm Will Campos. I play Henry Oak, the Birkenstock rockin' granola crunching hippie nature druid dad of the squad that's what we call our dads the squad the squad <laughs> whenever you hear news about the squad on twitter that's people talking about it definitely feels like Henry dungeons and daddies you're taking it back from the women of color that's right they've co-opted squad enough is anybody else really annoyed at how awake and chipper will is right now i i feel power coursing through my veins i'm very excited you guys are just mad because I've got energy and you guys uh, uh, fucking all dying over here. Uh, Henry's dad fact this week is that Henry was born on May 23rd, oh God. which makes him a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been so busy you wished you could clone yourself oh. just to get everything done? That's the Gemini experience in a nutshell. Appropriately symbolized by the celestial twins, just like Lark and Sparrow. This air sign was interested in so many pursuits that it had to double itself. Read your science full profile here next month. <laughs> next read this month's Gemini horoscope predictions. Anyway, Gemini. Henry's a Gemini. All right. Hey, what's up? I'm Beth May, um, and I play Ron Stabler. So, uh, fun fact about Beth is that um, I'm sick, so I oh. my Ron voice is my real live voice, and everybody's like, "Oh, you play Ron Stampler on Dungeons and Daddies," and I'm like, he, "I'm lying," <laughs> because nobody recognizes me in the real life. Um, Okay, cool. So it's 8.30 a.m. 8.30. Fun fact about Ron this week is that he's allergic to pollen. Oh, (laughs) poor Ron. That's it. Um, (laughs) Sniffly boy. (laughs) B-O-I, spelled like that. (laughs) He was a sniffly boy. I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your daddy master. Today's daddy fact is uh, you should watch Fleabag. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure nobody in your life has been telling you to watch Fleabag. I'm the first person you've ever heard saying that Fleabag is very good, but uh, you should watch it. Also, I don't know if you noticed, Will, but somebody on Facebook was like, I fucking bet you that Henry's oh, second yeah, favorite TV yeah, show yeah, is yeah, The yeah, Sunset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw. I commented Nailed on it. Oh, did you? Oh, I was very happy that's about that. That's fucking great. Yeah. That's good shit. So... Uh, When we last left you, you had found out that there is not one man in a purple robe, but there are three mans in purple robes, and they uh, sort of were squaring off against you. Uh, What do you do? Do Do you want to try to wake up? Do you want to try to talk to them? We're still in the dream. Dreamscape battle, right? Yeah. Wake up, Daryl. Everybody wake up. Everybody just wake up. Glenn is buck fucking naked and just helicopter digging in the corner like whoa oh my God. <laughs> what what hey, that's 30 a <laughs> ron has a wicked calf cramp from not eating <laughs> bananas in the daytime 
it's, I love that as like the older you get, the more mundane your dreams get too. It's just like, oh yeah, oh no, I got cramp. Henry's still 400 feet tall, but 120. his teeth are falling out. Oh man. So yeah, that's what's happening, Anthony. Uh, we got leg cramp. <laughs> Freddie's naked. I'm rolling around screaming, wake up. And uh, Will is over there uh, with teeth falling out. I, I spit out some teeth and I say, what do you gentlemen want? Who are you? So the tall one uh, temples his fingers because that's the thing that supervillains do if they're tall and skinny. Oh, they could do that or they can do the Gendo move from Evangelion where he adjusts his glasses with his middle finger with his hand in front of his face. And then there's like a little shine that like goes across the glasses. No joke. I was like, you know what would be amazing is to take that like reflective film and have like a version of glasses that you could wear to like conventions. He has like a button on the bridge that would make it like glare like in an anime fashion. Anyway. I feel like I would unironically buy that. That's my Kickstarter idea. Hello, sharks. Today I'm here to present the anime shades yeah, uh, shades. oh weird shark tank got canceled because one idea was so bad <laughs> <laughs> mr wonderful i know you're a naruto shippuden fan <laughs> um the uh the, the tall one says all i need you to do is save your children do exactly what you've been doing so why why did you call this meeting yeah. I didn't. You came this here. Could have been an email. <laughs> we what? We go to sleep and then we wake up here and then you guys are like, "Hello," and being all mysterious. So what? What is? Yeah, this? Where, 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 where is he? The one who choked out uh, Daryl goes like, "I was asleep. You <laughs> rambushed me. I don't know why the fuck you think that." I, we, you're not the most important thing in my world. You're fine. Of course, we ambushed you. You kidnapped our sons. Yeah. And we've no. been asleep. We've slept multiple times and not shown up here. So yeah, don't act hold like- the phone. Like you definitely like we went to sleep the first time and you were like, hey, assholes, it's me, the purple guy. Yeah. Hey, no, you tell us how not to get here when we sleep and we won't do it anymore. Yeah, I was having a cool sex dream. It's clearly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all three of them look at, at Glenn and like, no, you weren't. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> no, I mean, if you don't want if you don't want to see us anymore, that's that's fucking fine by me. You guys, you're terrible. Why do you want us to why do you want us to save our kids? Because we need to save your kids, and we can't save your kids unless you save your kids. Why do you need to save our kids? Because they clearly need better fathers. Well, we already According to who? According to this guy. All three of them point themselves simultaneously with a, with a hooked thumb. <laughs> Wait, which guy? <laughs> Again, this guy. They just point themselves with the other thumb. Now it's three men in purple robes pointing themselves with both thumbs. To you, what does saving our kids look like? Them not being your sons anymore. So Yikes. why don't you just go save them? Hmm. <laughs> I don't quite get your game here, sir. I'm just trying to think about how much of the game they should give up. No, they don't feel like you deserve an answer. How about go fuck yourself? How about how about just fuck you? What are you gonna do? Not go save your kids? That's we a good f- dad talk. You sound like you guys sound like you'd be better fathers than us. That's for sure, mm-hmm. young man. I'm gonna save your kids. Oh, actually, who are actually, you? You want You want to see how good fathers we are? Do you yeah. want to see the medium sized one, uh, the fucking one with a perfect sized bed and the, and, and the porridge? Uh, waves waves his hand. This purple robed man is just right. <laughs> he waves his hand, and you see all of the kids that, who have thus far been taken away by the purple uh, robed man. And you see Terry Jr. just <gasps> sort of sitting by himself, just sort of like looking into the middle distance, like just looking kind of introspective in a way that you've maybe never seen him before. Look, look at Terry Jr. For the first time, he has been free to think his own thoughts and not be completely overwhelmed by all the pressure you've been putting on him as his shitty stepdad. And yeah, we he, did that, asshole. He's there because we did that. Yeah, there's a list. I'm get, let me get through the list of all the kids and explain how they're better off and then you can Darryl, make your Darryl, fucking complaints. Okay. This is a cutscene. Yeah, this is... He thinks his own the- thoughts. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a a beep. I can't say it, but he calls me words that I would never call myself. Yeah, no, he doesn't say those things anymore because he's content. Look at his, look that pun him. He's he gestures Sorry, at 
That punum, it's, it's, it's Yiddish for face. And then he points at Lark and Sparrow, and Lark and Sparrow are just sitting quietly with their hands in their laps. They go, Lark, look at- Sparrow, my beautiful boys! He goes, look at that. I told them to sit there quietly until I got back, and you know what they're doing? They're sitting quietly. They listen to me, unlike you. You son of a bitch. Yeah, that's right. How dare you chain their spirits to the ground? You monster! I set boundaries, bitch. <laughs> and then he points at Nicholas close. And Nicholas is like reading a book. You know what he's not doing? He's not snorting druggy flowers. He's not running around getting into bar fights. He's fucking sitting there and reading. What kind I of gave him a good book? What no, kind of book? Fair, I do feel like this guy is a good influence on on Nick there. <laughs> What's he book? Book? No. Glenn's familiar with books. He checks out a lot of books on conspiracy theories from the library, um, the real library. Um, what kind of book is it? It's it's the Red Badge of Courage. <laughs> what the? What I don't. Is that about like? Good book. Is that about like aliens? No, it's about it's about uh, the, the cost of war and the honor and dignity of war. It's a classic. The honor and dignity of war sounds like propaganda to me. <laughs> sounds like right wing propaganda. To me. Like all three of them are just like start shaking their head. They're like, oh, liberal bias. This is <laughs> not, to, not to call it because I know Anthony knows what Red Badge of Courage. Clearly, the character does. It's actually more about like the disaster of war because it's about a guy who fights the civil oh, war. That's and, a, I have never read it to be fair. But no. if you're if you're dumb, you might think it's about the dignity yeah, of war. That's true. As a kid, I was like, war's rad. In a yeah, war, exactly. you might think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's the Fight Club of books about the civil war. <laughs> Son, based off of your uh, uh, pretty basic reading of that book, I'm assuming are you, I don't guys. I don't think these these people are adults. I think they're children. You think they're kids? I think they're kids. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah, go right ahead. So we've been getting the kids, and then you take them away. So who are you? Clearly, the better fathers. That's not an answer to the question. That's like a that's like a what are you? Are you? Kids? I'm asking like, what's your name? No, we're not. Kids. Are you from our world? Why don't you stop asking stupid questions? What's your tax and go rate? Your fucking What's your they got hoods on, right? Yeah, they got hoods I, on. I go to pull one of their hoods down. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll dexterity. They got a 10. All right, they got a 15. And he just. Uh, the, Wait, which, just to clarify. Which one are you going for? His hand is that about 15 feet wide. feels like it would be a wide. disadvantage on dexterity, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, so it very slowly <laughs> moves toward him like fucking Ant Man after he's gotten massive. <laughs> and the guy just goes. It just slaps your hand away with, again, the force of, like, somebody who seems, like, way stronger. He's like, this is our realm. You think I can't see this shit coming? Oh, so it is your realm. Yeah. So what do you mean? Like, what what was this like? You invaded every time you fucking go to sleep and show up here. We don't want you around here. I don't fucking like you. If I did, I would be around you more. Then why do you talk to us if you're so cool? Why do you wake up? Why do you talk to us? Let's make fun of him. Ron's hit a nerve. (laughs) Wait. You were making fun of me. No, I'm making fun of them. I was doing what you're doing. Henry, I can't believe you're making fun of me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ron. No, I was trying to make fun of them. If you can't even be friends, how can you be fathers? You have none of the understanding of how to I treat them. I thought a lot of dads kid. don't have friends. <laughs> That's real dark. That's real sad. Hey, Terry. Terry, can you hear me? They can't hear you. That's I've shown you a vision of them. They're safe from your influence. How do we know those are real visions? You should put them in front of a newspaper or something. <laughs> So, Glenn pounds his fist on a table that appears in front of him. We need proof of life, my, damn it. My boys would never sit still and respect the authority of an adult. This is bullshit. So the squat one speaks into his wrist and he goes, hey, uh, Nick, go get the Nick, new- we're coming for you. We love you. And you see Nick like perk up and look up and he goes, oh, hey. Hey, guys. Yeah, can you go get the newspaper? Today's newspaper from the front door. I think I left it there before. Yeah, thanks. Grab the sports section while you're at it. You see Nick get up and leave, and then he comes back, and he holds up the, the Faerun newspaper, and uh, it's got a picture of, like, the three guys in purple robes, and it just says, the purple robes, still cool, and it's got a date that means nothing to you because it, <laughs> it's not Earth date. 
because like that's now it's trust me you can ask them something only they would know and i can if that's wait to you oh yeah i want to do that yeah go ahead okay can you put me in with my my two boys lark and sparrow yeah he puts his hand up so you can speak into his wrist microphone lark sparrow what the fuck's going on where are you guys that was a, that's that's rude i gave you a chance to oh, and he covers up his hand and lark and sparrow go like dad oh uh, dad 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 Dad. <laughs> Terry. Terry. Um, well, I'm not going to let you. It, you don't have phone privileges anymore. No, you fucking I, need to ask a question at all. Come on. Let, give, me, give me phone privileges. All right. You get one. Okay. I don't know why I'm being so nice. I, I'm, I'm happy that you are being so nice. And after this, you know, we could share dreams all the time if you want. I don't want that. Okay. Anyway. The tall one is like, none of us want that. I, I, I cannot think of anything I would want less than that okay. for you. Terry. Ron Stampler. Oh, you know my name. Of course not. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What kind of operation do you think this is? I'm more famous than I thought I was. <laughs> um, hi, Terry. I was wondering if you have seen my mug with the um, the the golf club on it as the um as the handle. So I was I I lost it recently. I was wondering if maybe you threw it away or it broke or maybe it's just hiding in one of the other cabinets. Um. Uh, Terry Jr. just sort of looks up and goes like, no, I haven't, I, I haven't seen it. Okay, um, well, see you soon, kiddo. Right, Maybe. see you later. I try to subtly signal to Glenn. Okay. I want to try to flank the shortest one. I'm like giving you a signal to both of us run at him to try to take the hood off. I wink at Daryl convincingly in this dream realm, and I would like to use my powers of astral projection and lucid dreaming to do like a distraction behind the short guy so that he'll like look away and i want to charge him okay will you roll wisdom for your astral projection stuff and then describe what the distraction is glenn close pulls a (laughs) plus zero huh yeah i guess glenn's not a wise guy uh that's a five all right so what was the distraction you tried to make by the way it has to be more distracting than you pinwheeling your dick (laughs) it was just gonna be a lot it was just gonna be like as if a giant drive-in movie theater screen showed up and it was just a close-up of me pinwheeling my dick (laughs) (laughs) so that just starts projecting behind them uh and you're gonna rush them yeah Okay. I rushed the shortest one. So go ahead and uh, do a dexterity with disadvantage because the uh, distraction did not work. They just continue to stare forward at the pinwheeling dick that's in front of them. Uh, dang, I should I should have changed it up. I got a four. You come at them and he just again the short one just backhands you and you just like fly back thirty feet like poof, like you got hit by a fucking battering ram. And he goes like again. This is our shit. I don't know why you guys keep trying to do. I'm flying through the air. Can yeah. I use my lucid dreaming to turn into a football for a second? Sure, go ahead. I turn into a football and I have like a perfect spiral. And then I, when I hit the ground, I pop back up as a person. I go touchdown. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so all three of them in purple like start massaging their fucking temples, and they're like, "That is the most depressing thing I've ever seen." <laughs> If nothing else illustrates the need for us over you as fathers, it's that moment right there. Thank you so much for that perfect metaphor. Hey, could I try on the rope? No. <laughs> Good try, Ron. I, I, go, I go to the next person. Hey, could I try on your rope? No. I go to the last person. Hey, that rope looked great on you. Oh, shit. Do you want to try it on? Yeah, I'd love to. All right, cool. No, I'm not going to let you try to go fuck yourself. Guys, I'm sick and tired of this shit. You want to just wait? I, just get out of here. So, yeah, I hate these guys. I think we're all, I think we're all sick of this. Go save <laughs> your fucking kid. And Before then we, we go, be- I want to kick one in the nuts as hard as I can and be like, this is for me. All right, go ahead and roll dexterity with disadvantage. 11. 
Uh, so they rolled a natural twenty. So, so you kick my own. Yes, yeah, so your foot no! comes. Your foot comes Even up. Even in the just, dream, poof, and then like hits it, and somehow the momentum stays, but the bat, your like heel just goes ding, and like hits you in the dick, uh, just right, right in the balls. <laughs> which are, at this point is a very familiar feeling to you, given the way that your nunchuck have worked in the past. The force of your own feet hitting your balls wakes you up. <laughs> you come back into consciousness with a violent shock. <laughs> the middle guy says, when, when you go to Meadowshade, you're going to probably need some extra shit to help you get Grant out. So if you want to go buy Bullywugs, I think they have some equipment you could get from them. But uh, hey, if you really want to help uh, us get uh, Grant, you could, you know, help us find a way to, for us to not eat his skin when we find him. Oh, that's on you, my man. I'm not getting involved in a blood pact, you dumb, 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 dumb idiot. <laughs> This does actually hurt Daryl for some reason. <laughs> He's generally upset by that insult. This has been a true waste of time. Thank you so much. Uh, wake the fuck up. And they all clap. And you wake up back in the van. Uh, and Aaron O'Neill is just sort of sitting on the hood of your van being like, what's up? Is it the morning? Yeah, it's like, morning. Oh, You're all rested. You're relaxed. You're completely healed up. Uh, right. You leveled up last time, so you're good on that. You have all your spell slots back. Uh, that was a really, we had a cool dream. And I, I kicked one of those bad guys in the nuts real hard. You guys saw that, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Glenn, a quick quick favor. If we're if we're gonna be in that dream world pretty often, can you put clothes on in the dream? Listen, man, dream? I can't control my subconscious and subconscious I'm a free spirit, baby. All right. I have a couple of theories, guys. Ooh, lay them on me. I love theories. What? <laughs> it seems to me that these purple guys can't interact with this world. Otherwise, they could just go get the kids themselves, right? They need us to do it. And it's only upon us getting the kid for some reason that they can steal them. So it seems like that was their realm, right? Like they hang out in that realm. And we know that when we go to sleep, we cross over to that realm. So what if we always have one member of the team asleep so that they can't leave? Do you know what I'm saying? Interesting, Henry. They can't leave the realm if one of us is there. They show up when the kids get taken. They like kind of possess them or whatever. Maybe while that's going on, we just like, try and fall asleep we, really quick. We is there? I, Aaron, Aaron, yeah, I was about to say, let's let's tell Aaron all this. Maybe she can help us. Is out there with like us. such a thing as like a sleep potion that can put you to sleep real quick? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's sleep spells, and I can make potions that do sleep out yeah, easily. Hey, Aaron, okay. just to give you the context, and then we like do like a fade where we've explained everything that's happened to her, <laughs> and she goes, "Wow, what a story!" And then and then Henry <laughs> keeps talking. Or alternate suggestion: we just don't go after Grant at all because if we don't have him, they can't take him. I mean, yeah, I'm, as long as Grant is safe right now, I'm definitely okay with not finding Grant until we figure out how not to eat his skin and get that, you know, deck of cards or whatever. Do, All right, great. Let's go home. No, well, I mean, we don't know how to go home either. Do we know that Grant is safe, though? No, we don't. That's why so, we need to go to Meadow Shade. Yeah, I mean, uh, Aaron says, like, yeah, as far as I know, like, the big contest that's going there, like, it's, I'm remembering now, it's not, it didn't happen at night. It's for nights. <gasps> it's, it's for nights, you say? Yeah. Gentlemen, I've never revealed this about myself, but I happen to have done some training for a little thing back on Earth called Medieval Times. Oh, shit. So if there's anyone who knows oh, anything medieval times. about what? being an... I just, I know lots of facts. What color of, were you training for? I Well, you know, I would be happy to take any color. And of course, write, you know, of course. But my favorite was the Green Knight, you know, because... Oh, go, the Green Knight's the best green. knight. Yeah. Um, 
but so like oh, green god I, I know i know tons of night facts i know tons of stuff about being a knight i know all about the shit you've taken coat. like horseback riding lessons oh, and like I, jousting they, they haven't let me on the horse yet <laughs> i have to go like i've been trying to get out to like a, there's a little stable by us and i've been kind of you know like how they let you walk around in the circle i can yeah. almost do that without falling off the horse so i'm pretty confident though about like being able to manifest a nightly i'm very excited about this that's well, all i'm good. saying well, um, sounds back- like we got our in to whatever's going on over there um yeah well that, that'll definitely be useful uh, henry when we get there and then uh, so aaron um any ideas about this dream world so they seem surprised that you were there They're like they yeah, weren't summoning yeah, 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 you yeah. yeah so apparently they have some sort of connection to you which would also explain why they need you to be near the kids in order to like take them basically uh. so it seems like there's some sort of uh, arcanic psychic whatever the hell magical i don't know i don't really have a specific uh language for this garden witches we just kind of wing it but it seems like you guys are connected in some way and maybe they're connected to your kids as well i don't know henry you want to try to go to sleep right now oh would you, yeah sure let's just let's watch henry sleep and let's just see let's just, maybe henry just goes to sleep and see if he can hit them up again okay i'm you know i am a morning person so i'm a little worried <laughs> about being able to get back to sleep aaron, um, aaron she says like i can just give you a thing if you want to just go to sleep oh sure yeah do you have like a do you have a, like a potion of some sort yeah she just punches you in the head as hard as she can <laughs> uh, <she> goes, down <laughs> i go <laughs> but uh it tingles a little bit when she hits you it doesn't actually do any damage and then you fall asleep and once again you're back in the purple no round shit and uh uh, all three guys, all, all three of the guys are like, again with this? But just you? What's, I thought what's you happening? were a morning person. Interesting. All right, I'm going to look around. I cast perception, not cast. I roll for perception. Right, what do I see? Uh, you're going to roll with disadvantage because this is it's all foggy and shit. Uh, it's a natural one. Ooh, okay. So you see less than before. Mm. Uh, the window that they had that showed you where your kids were, that's disappeared. So all you see is the three guys now. Okay, I start walking randomly around. Don't mind me, boys. Just having a look around the place. Don't do that. You're going to, like, step Isn't into stuff. Isn't this interesting? You feel yourself stumble across, like, a rock. Ooh. Uh, and then you walk a little bit more, and you feel yourself. Well, I, I want to look at the rock. Okay. Uh, well, you, he's a geologist. Come on, look down and see, but you Dream can't. rocks. Like you, a new form of rock. My God. Because of the sound and the feel of it, you can tell it's a rock. But when you look down, like you just see purple. It's like <sighs> your sense of sight has been uh, like inhibited that, here. It's like the hit movie Tomorrowland. When, when, so like yeah, you're in maybe. one world, <laughs> you're, in, you're in one world. You and, are going to have to explain to literally everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Never, <laughs> when she presses the pin, she can see Tomorrowland, but she's still in our world. So it's like having VR goggles on. So you're like, like this purple but, but world I'm is asleep in my world. I know, but this purple world is hiding. Like you're still walking around a real world, but you can't see anything because you're like seeing their purple world. So well, like, you're that's like, it's very interesting. Henry hears none of that. Oh yeah. Henry, goes, Henry, it's like Tomorrowland. <laughs> Daryl, point of order. Daryl doesn't know what's going on. Daryl didn't go to sleep. What do we see? I don't know if Daryl saw Tomorrowland. I don't know if that's a very Daryl kind of movie. I, I look at Henry. I'm like, you guys think he's okay? <laughs> Is he just uh, sleeping? Yeah, he's just, as far as you can tell, he's just sleeping. Okay. Interesting. I go, there's an illusion of a rock here. What manner of place is this? It's a place with a rock, you fucking idiot. What do you just wait? Just How wait. How interesting oh. that I can walk around your realm whenever I want by going to sleep. Now, if you guys want me to leave, maybe you could tell me some more cool facts about your realm. Uh, and he goes, or I, I could just do this. And he snaps his fingers and you wake back up. Uh, he, 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 they can kick us out, guys. Um, hey, there's Henry, a rock there, Henry, though. what did you dream about? I dreamt about the purple-robed men in their purple land, and I tripped on a rock, but then I couldn't find the rock. Oh, I, hear, I heard that means um, that your kids are missing. 
I, I don't know much about dream interpretation, but I, I, uh, I read that that's what that means is that your kids are missing in a foreign realm. I think that and like a general anxiety about getting older, which yeah. is, you know, I also have. But yeah, that's a pretty accurate dream, I guess. So, so you were walking around and you hit a rock, but you couldn't see the rock, but it was like you were in a world, but you couldn't see the world. Yeah, kind of. It's a lot like his movie Tomorrowland. <laughs> have you guys seen that? No, I missed it's Tomorrowland. Not, it's not quite what I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I love Disneyland, hence, you know, my little stint on Dilfs of Disneyland. And uh, I was hoping that it would be a lot like a Tomorrowland, but it wasn't really. Not bad, though. The movie? The movie. The movie, the the movie, movie wasn't too bad. Good. Yeah, it was all right. Anyways, it sounds a lot like Tomorrowland. <laughs> all right. Well, we know that. Uh, like that. At least like that one intro uh, coming up has to be Daryl's, like, movie reviews. <laughs> Ron does movie yeah, reviews Ron does already. Movie. I do oh, Ron's yeah. real reviews. I forgot. Yeah, and the fucking Daddy Issues is yeah. very good. Uh, for those of you wondering, Daddy Issues is a little uh, PDF zine that the dads themselves write. That's on our Patreon. It's all um, canon. It's all in-world. Hang around or at the end of the episodes. We'll talk about the Patreon more. Anyway, sorry. This episode brought to you by Patreon. Please subscribe. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Dungeons & Daddies. Yeah, if you don't like Dungeons & Daddies, then there's a whole host of people on our Patreon that you can blame for the fact that we continue <laughs> to do this because they financially support us. If you want more episodes of us going to sleep and talking to three people and then going to sleep again go ahead yeah. and go to the your punishment for uh getting to listen to an episode <laughs> where they finally did a dungeon is you get to listen to <laughs> an episode where they try to find a dad for a kid and then an episode where they keep failing to fall asleep if you don't enjoy dungeons and daddies try out our sister podcast dungeons and daddies <laughs> <laughs> let's go to metal shade i guess yeah all right, I think we should go check out this night thing it sounds like the purple robed men who i do not trust for the record uh, but they seem to have a hot lead for us there uh, in terms vis-a-vis rescuing Grant. Did everybody eat up. Everybody went to the bathroom because once we start this thing, we're not, we're not stopping. I went when I was asleep. Good. Oh. Good. Is it, I wasn't going to say anything, but then you asked. Oh, uh, do, you need to clean, do you need to clean up? No, I, I'll just take off these pants. Okay. Okay. Do you want some clean pants? No, I've got, I've got plenty. <laughs> How are you? Are you taking off the outermost layer of pants? Um... Because that ain't going to help. No, I'm just like sort of cutting a hole into the center of the earth, like uh, another movie that's futuristic called The Core, starring <laughs> oh, Hillary Swank. Oh, that's a Swank. great movie. But yeah, I'll take off the outermost layer only and then just be in the wet pants, multiple pants. Okay. Not to embarrass you, Ron, but I, I would like to make sure that you change your pants before you get into our van, since you did go in the bathroom in your pants. Um, That was so deep in the pants, though. <laughs> I've got at least five pairs of pants over that, like, you know. So the other pants have reabsorbed it. You were completely dry. Let me put it this way. I'm covered, bub. All right. No, no worries. Daryl <laughs> puts a towel on where uh, Ron is going to sit. Uh, everybody, so everybody eat up. And, oh, uh, you, uh, you briefly realized as you put the towel down the last time you did this, it was because Peyton had peed or something like that, and his body reabsorbed it, and you didn't believe him. You put the towel down, so you think of Peyton briefly. Daryl grabs some power bars, and uh, he goes, guys, I miss Peyton. You guys all miss Peyton? Let's go check on Peyton you, in this you, episode. Wait, wait, you, wait, you turn and you just barely drove out of town, so you can literally see Peyton. And he's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Peyton, hi guys. Hey, we're we're you know we're we're, we're going. <laughs> we're gonna go save my kid, man. I hope I, we're gonna be back soon, though, bud. Okay, good luck. Do you have a good night. Your first night away. It was okay. Yeah, I sound a- weird when I yell because it's hard for Anthony to do the voice when he's yelling. Oh, how was the bed? Yeah. Hey, Walter, really quick, can you just make sure Payton's a really light sleeper? Just give him a good, just like, you know. Daryl, they can figure it out. I like to pat Daryl on the back and Here, turn one him sec. around. Hey, uh, Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> can you give me Glenn, can you give me a couple gold coins? Daryl, just let it go. Uh, they got oh, to yeah, figure sure. it out on their own, No, Darryl. give me a couple gold coins. Withdrawing from the old band bank. All right, here you go. I take four gold coins and I sprint 
sprint all the way to Payton. <laughs> and I give him, he's like, hey, just make it sure takes you get it. 73 seconds in real time. <laughs> I just give him the and gold the coin. you're doing it, Pay's like, should I come to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I need a good morning jog. I got to wake up anyways. Better than a cup of joe, I tell you what. And then uh, I, I give him the gold coins. I say, give him a nice bed and, you know, everything he needs. And I and I say, hey, mind if I get a hug before I go? Payton's <laughs> um, like, yeah, sure, man. No problem. He gives you a hug and he's like, ooh, he's sweaty. <laughs> you weren't even running for that long. Oh, man. <laughs> and I spurt back. I go, guys, we got to get out of here. Otherwise, I'm never going to go. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do want to say to the fellow dads, as we go on our journey, if we're going into a night contest, you guys should all think about what your night persona is. So a knight usually has a color. He has like an animal that he represents. You know, so think about like what your night style is. And then usually a night's all about like one big value, right? Like, so when I'm going to audition for Medieval Times, I'm going to say, I'm Henry the Green. My animal is two birds, Lark and Sparrow. And my one animal is two birds. <laughs> my value is I am the knight of respect. Oh, wow. Wow, that sounds like a knight that's going to lose. I I feel like my value is, um, I don't know, about $15. <laughs> Do we gas up the minivan? Uh, well, somebody's got to compliment it. Glenn, hey, why don't you compliment the minivan? Oh, yeah, Aaron, before we go, hold on one second. Let me just top off the tank here. I, I open the gas tank and I whisper, Odyssey-san wa sekaiichi no kuruma desu yo, which translates to Odyssey-san is the number one car in the world. <laughs> the Odyssey goes, rung, 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 arigato. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the engine turns over. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Blue Nile. By I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good. One would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The, the hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need Later, later, right? Yeah, this is yeah. absolutely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, just buy the ring you want now. Figure out yeah. how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Bath. BlueNile.com. Thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly Wish I could below find thousands retail. of independently graded men. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Peace of oh, mind well. with every purchase. You ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to uh, make a you classic statement. about online statement. dating. The odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. Like in, like in Challengers? Like in Challengers, <laughs> oh, yep. fuck yes. <laughs> or maybe... Just like in Challengers. Yep. Sapphire and Diamond hoop earrings? <laughs> Let's start by finding one guy before it's... No, I need two, <laughs> and they need to make out with each other, too. Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift for... What is it? A thruple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative thruple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you could ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or 
chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make sizes. them... Different ring sizes. Yep. Multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. And you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever <laughs> you kiss is best. Like, <laughs> and the two boys kiss each other. Good Blue, Blue Nile. <laughs> and also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tugging each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad deal. You're not locked into a bad deal. That's right, man. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, AKA a finished set in tennis. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com dungeons and dice is brought to you this week by pretty litter it's springtime get your dick up oh sorry that's uh, what? Nope, nope not this no sorry, sorry we got so many ads pretty that's litter right. is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages discreet packaging <laughs> and it smells nice Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In their Unfortunately, the red pill. No one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look, Look again. Uh, Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have to have big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's my... the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. It gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's <gasps> For bad. me? Yeah. Well, yeah. Last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So the Odyssey peels out of Meadowshade, flanked on either side by uh, two small armies of trees and uh, Aaron O'Neill is being held in the arms of, uh, of one of the trees and it's running and actually keeping pace with the Odyssey and you can see in the rearview mirror Payton and Walter the Immoral sort of waving you off saying goodbye and uh, some dust kicks up and then you don't see them anymore. Probably quite a bit around. of dust as there's an army of trees alongside yeah, it's, of it's The visibility is not great uh, but they let you lead a little bit so it doesn't completely obscure your view. Um, consider it. Whoever doesn't get car sick, if you could just like keep reading on, you know, see if there's anything besides that deck of cards or, you know, uh, I also ask Aaron if she can help yeah, out on Aaron, some research. There, is there any like big balls of twine or something on the way in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I no, mean, that's not what I was asking. When I was oh. asking if she could research. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, do they have like a giant thermometer in this world? <laughs> uh, see, in our world, there's a lot of cool roadside attractions whenever you go on a road trip. And, uh, you know, it's like one of the best parts about doing road trips. Yeah. I mean, there's a giant around here that uh, can guess anybody's uh, weight and the last Ooh. person they slept with. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs>
Guy, okay. Guys, you want <laughs> Daryl's just still driving. Wait, guys. Guys, didn't we just sleep with each other? I don't know if that's what the kind of sleeping he means, though. That is not the kind of sleeping that he guesses. I weigh a hearty 120 pounds, so I don't really need this giant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can, after we rescue everyone's sons, we can go visit is there the like giant. like some alien jerky or something? As you approach Metashade, you can see a, a road sign that says, hey, Metashade is, you know, directly in front of you. It's about five miles, uh, but there is a Bullywugs rest stop, uh, last place to meet up. Uh, M E A D up uh, before <laughs> before Meadow Shade uh, and they sell. We've seen we've seen like billboards for the last like twenty miles on the way in. It's like bully famous bullywogs in just a little bit. Yep, it's, it's a shave. It, yeah, it, it keeps counting down. Uh, and they say uh, and uh, we sell equipment for nights. Oh, so it's like a whole. So it's like a rest stop basically. It's exactly a rest it's like stop. a flying J, if you will. Like there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Well, boys, it, one the those purple robe guys said we should go here. Two, a good chance to. Uh, Rest up and get some night stuff, probably. And also, I would like to say, Aaron, if you could do us a favor. So I think this is what we should do, guys. I think every time we're about to go somewhere, I think Aaron needs to go in first and just do a whole grant check. Make sure there's no grant. Oh, that's smart. That's Make smart. sure there's no grant. So like, we'll pull over, and if you could just kind of you know float in there or do whatever you do. How is she going to know what grant looks like? Well, she saw the picture of him. Yeah, from the, she uh, sees the picture. Oh, I was going to draw a police sketch. Ooh. I kind of want to see that. Draw a police sketch and make it as interesting as possible if you were to say only you'd be able to communicate what it looks like via audio. Um, I don't really remember what Grant looks like, but I'm going to give him sort of sandy brownish hair and I'm swiggling all the crayons around on his head. I'm going to do kind of an oval for the head and then two dots for the eyes, two beady little eyes, <laughs> um, just like Daryl's. And then this big, long curvy L backwards for the nose and then um kind of um kind of just a straight line cuz i mean i don't think he's sad but i don't know if he's happy here um cuz i do know he likes to play soccer um and then for the body i'm just going to do one line <laughs> and then two lines for the arms and then two little lines that are kind of crooked for the legs not just crooked so that you can see that they're two different legs and that's what he looks like oh i forgot the ears that's okay though <laughs> so, so aaron you could take both of these pictures yeah because it's very good ron take both of them so yeah see. aaron takes both of them and she goes so so he could look like either of these things <laughs> yeah if you see anybody who looks like either of those let us know okay great i'll be right back i guess and so she walks toward the bullywugs and you see that the bullywugs is much bigger than the one uh you went to last time like this one is a full ass it's like a it's like a full ass rest stop there's you know places to refuel your horses with food and water <laughs> <laughs> And with there's petrol. With, with <laughs> petrol or cheese. There's a bunch of souvenir shops sort of littering around. You see uh, Aaron go in. After about 30 seconds, she comes out holding the hand of a horrifying stick figure man. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> Who looks identical to, <laughs> to Ron's drawing. And she goes, is this him? Hey, Aaron, no, that's <laughs> not him. Aaron, that's not him, but you misunderstood. Thank God you misunderstood the instructions. If you see Grant, the last thing you can do is show him to us. Oh, okay. So that's so not Grant. So what should I, this, this is not Grant. No, no, the other picture is Grant. So the guy goes, kill me. <laughs> Ron, kill you know, me. Ron, you drew that guy. You want to go meet him? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Grant. Um, 
That's not my name. Are you ready for the big game, buddy? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, there's nothing I'd love more than the sweet release of death within the big game. Terry says you're a pretty good striker. I, That's forward in soccer. Who is that? Um, and what is that? Um, your teammate. And um, I'm actually kind of having doubts that you might be Grant, but um, I am not Grant. That's not my name. Oh, okay, Ron. Um, that's not Grant. And also, point of order: if that was Grant, <laughs> for the last time, the last thing any of us we all understand, right? What do we do if we think we see Grant? Turn and run the other way, Henry. Call an adult. No, we turn and run in the. I know. Yeah, okay, Ron. Close my eyes. Good. And run in the opposite direction. I can't run with my eyes closed. Just do your best. (laughs) I love that this is setting up the moment we see Grant that Ron's going to go face first into a tree. Well, I uh, I shake the the hand of the, the I shake the stick of it the screams <laughs> when you touch his hand because you didn't put a hand on the end of it. It's just the stick, and you just the second you touch, he's like, ah, ah, it's my raw nerves exposed to the elements. What does a stick look like? What, what does you what, dirty <laughs> boy? What do the sticks like? Are they just black? Do they look like skin? Like what is what is this creature made out of? They look like Vanta black. And like even if you walk around him, they remain like completely like flush with you. Like when you're playing Doom and yep. the sprites are always facing you, <laughs> or Mickey Mouse's ears always have that same silhouette. It's like that. Huh. Huh. So hi. Uh, What are you? I'm just curious. We're learning about this realm. I am the result of what happens when you piss off a dimensional witch. She removed one of mine. She removed one of your dimensions? Uh Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah, sorry for disturbing you. What's your name, sir? I put my hand out. Darrell Wilson, nice to meet you. Uh, so he, he he recoils with his hands because he doesn't want you to touch them again. He says, my name is Vince. <laughs> I was named that by Ryan. Is that your dad? Yep. My dad's name is Ryan. <laughs> is he in three He comes dimensions? from the land of Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Vince, have you seen anybody who looks exactly like you except more of a photograph? I have never seen anyone that looks exactly like me. <laughs> Also, uh, uh, thank you, Ryan, for <laughs> giving us money so that you could put into a spreadsheet. I want you to name a character Vince. <laughs> Vince is my favorite name. Maybe that's like his best friend's name. Oh, he did say uh, it just by chance. He said years of heavy smoking has transformed his voice into more gravel than words. So, hey, it worked out. Congratulations, Ryan. Um, Why are you shaming our Patreon? Because I think it's really funny. <laughs> Ryan, I appreciate you. All right. Oh, wow. Good luck to you, Vince. We hope that you get cured from your dimensional witch curse and that you can join the third dimension once again. Yeah, that that, that makes two of us. Do you eat? Daryl, just it's when you see someone different, they're just going about their day. You don't need to stop them and grill them with 10,000 questions. Well, I just want to know if he's hungry. He seems, this guy seems like he's having a oh, bad I day. You were literally asking if he, like, as a weird, okay, yeah, do you eat? Would you like to have lunch with us? Oh, yeah, because you definitely said, do you eat, not did you eat? I mean, I was asking, I was just being colloquial. I was just like, you know, do you eat? Like, yo, do you eat? And then we'll sit down and eat if you eat, if you're hungry. Well, I like, know I ate. Every time I eat, it's extremely painful because when uh, I jam the food in my mouth, it has to transfer from three dimensional to two dimensional so I can digest it. And it feels very weird going into my face. I got, I got, oh. something, for, I got something for you. I run back to the van and open it up and I get some of my Soylent. <laughs> I'm like, hey, here's a full meal. It doesn't taste great, I'll be honest. And you don't feel great, but it should be easier to go down than solid food. So, like, anybody else going to have any of this? Otherwise, we could just give them all our soylent. All right. He tries to pour it into his mouth, and you see uh, as it hits the sort of boundary of his two dimensional flesh, it like just turns into this weird. Actually, kind of reminds you of the doodler almost in a weird way. It just turns into this weird, like, two dimensional slurry. 
and his body just starts to vibrate as if somebody's shaking the animation cell. His torso sick just begins to like bulge out a little bit. And he goes like, that's great. I mean, this tastes like nothing. That tastes like liquid bread. That's terrible. I don't know who would, who would volunteer to have this. But uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. That makes up for the, uh, for you being uh, kind of mean to me. Oh, all right. Well, uh, this was odd. <laughs> so, Aaron, so just to clarify, you didn't see Grant, right? Hey, Vince, you can go on your way. Nice yeah, no, this, you. Is, this is the only guy I saw was Vince. Yeah, I like that guy. Person, I was a little flat, though. Oh. <laughs> you get inspiration. Everybody else takes a D4. Four. Ooh. Three. Let's go to Bullywogs. Let's check it out. So as you enter the Bullywogs, basically you see that it's... I'm going to once again refer to things in terms of a three-ring circus. Um, <laughs> you see another uh, unfortunate foster children fighting arena. You see there's a guy next to a couple of uh, speakers, by which I mean two goblins holding megaphones up to their mouths, and, and a turntable, by which I mean a table that could just rotate 180 degrees. And he's got like a cool hat on and a bunch of cards in front of him, and he's got white hair. And then you can see there's people playing darts. There's people playing what looks like pool, like billiards. And then on the wall, you can see uh, a, a thing that says prizes. And there's a bunch of little items there. You can probably see more carefully if you get up close to them. And then at the far end of the rest stop, you see a large sign that says shuttles, four nights, two meadow shade. Get right to the action. Skip the line. So this is like a kind of Chuck E. Cheese's situation. It's very Chuck E. Cheese-esque. It's very, it's very uh, golden saucer. It's very golden saucer. It's extremely golden golden saucer. saucer? It's from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Lots of stupid little mini games you could play and little prizes you can win. And Kate Sid is there. I want to just quickly take a look at the UFC cage. And I assume I don't see anybody with the spark and fire and power that Peyton had, right? Not even close. You see people that are unquestionably better fighters, but they have the eyes of a marmot at best. Yeah. Yeah, I have an ocelot if you're really stretched. Yeah. You know, also, UFC like to... fights have really gone downhill, let me tell you. <laughs> How far away was this place from where we just left? It was uh, two hours. Guys, I really hope Payne doesn't hear about this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the ultimate movie, Anthony, as we go there. Payton's already. <laughs> I uh, decided I didn't want to leave. People like me too much. <laughs> Uh, I'd also like to just quickly remind everybody, just out of canon, that uh, Chuck E. Cheese's canonical full name is Charles Entertainment Cheese, <laughs> and that that's maybe the best thing. Next is to- it Bullywogs or Bull E Wogs? Bull E Wogs. My, my oh name my is God. my name is Bull Durham Entertainment Wogs. <laughs> um, I'm going to take a closer look at the prize wall. So going up to the prize wall, you can see that they have point values on them. Uh, and you you know turn in a couple of points and you get some cool shit. One of the prizes that catches your eye is a magically imbued green transparent visor. And it has the, uh, the inventor's uh, name next to it, whose name is Carson Kelleher. Thank you, Carson. And it is called The Reviser. <laughs> and it has a description that says, a magically imbued green transparent visor that allows the user to alter a spell alphabetically by swapping up to two letters with two new letters to change the meaning of its words. So, for example, mm. you could take Firebolt, replace the R and the E with S and H, and turn it into Fishbolt, and then the user would fire off dozens of halibut at their foes, and you can use it once per rest. Ooh, interesting. Whoa. That one seems like you have to be smart to do yeah. it. So. That's a lot of work. <laughs> That's an incredibly powerful item. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, there's another one that specifically calls out to you, Ron, and it was uh, invented by Caitlin Marquard, uh, which... What a fucking cool name. The Belt of Pants, uh, which is a belt that creates illusory pants on the wearer, and the wearer can suppress the illusion at will. 
Whoa. Whoa. Wait, so... How many tokens? How many tokens? <laughs> Nobody seems to be going for that one because its use seems to be kind of limited, but for that one, it says uh, two tokens. It's constantly like it was 20 and it's Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of cross outs and then it got down to two. Wait, so just to clarify, it just makes... You can put pants on, but nobody can see them if you don't want them. No, it's holographic pants. They're not Hollow real pants. pants. You can have no pants on, but you put this like belt on and it makes it seem like you have pants, but you don't. You're actually swinging To free. quote Kanye West, no one man should have all that power. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like a very... Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, of course, I'll be wearing my pants under the, the holographic pants. It's just, it's just an extra layer. Yeah. But an imaginary layer. <laughs> yeah, over your normal pants. Okay. I don't see what's so complicated about this. <laughs> and then the final thing that you notice is invented by Johnny Stanton, and it is, it is a grill. And it's called... <laughs> that one especially grabs Daryl's attention. It's called the Kiss the Cook Grill Master. It is used by the best cooks in the realm, and the Kiss the Cook Grill Master has no peers when it comes to grilling meats and good eats. During a short or long rest, <laughs> this item can be used to cook meat that must be hunted to receive 1d10 temporary hit points after the rest for Whoa. everybody in your party. Whoa. So Whoa. just Daryl was buff. had gotten the picture back from Aaron and was like getting ready to like start asking people if they've seen this kid. But then he saw the grill and like, yeah, it's like love at first sight. Like his eyes turn, his hand just goes into his pocket and puts the picture away. He's like, we got to play some motherfucking games. How do we get tokens? As you say that, the man in the white hair uh, goes... Well, 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 my friends. Some tokens, you say. If you come to Geralt of Trivia's Trivia Corner, <laughs> then you might be very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Answer my questions three and many tokens you shall receive. Geralt of Trivia, you say. Yeah. Hail and well met. Hail well met. We are we are four adventurers in search of... I just... I, I do... I, it's all fun that there's a bunch of cool items and stuff, but we are looking for something called the Deck of Many Things because it could help us save our lost sons. Ah, and he, he points to the sign of the shuttle four nights, and he says, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Deck of Many Things is the third place prize in the competition. And what are the second and first place prizes? First place prize is a mystery. Second place prize is like a bunch of really just just high quality armor and weapons and stuff that you get to sort of choose. You get to you get a taste of the Dwarven King's uh, armor. You get to take what it basically, you know, the um, you know, the Nickelodeon toy run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what my is, God. I'm afraid we're not familiar with the Nickelodeon. Well, what is the Nickelodeon run? toy run? So Nickelodeon was a Dwarven Smith back in the day. <laughs> And for kids that were of uh, lower income strata, he would make a bunch of toys out of machinery. The number of them you could beat in, in single combat because they were sort of alive and would fight you, uh, you got to collect all of their scrap, which was actually made out of really useful stuff of which you could buy toys. It was kind of a scam to get you to keep buying stuff at a shop. Huh. If we get first place, can we choose the third place prize? You could exchange for that, sure. It's like a What's Kickstarter. the fourth place prize? Uh, you so get to live. Knives. Wait, you don't live? You get to live. You get to live. So oh. basically, the way... Has anybody explained this competition for Knights? No. You guys? Okay. So yeah, you get teams of no more than five, and you go in, and depending on how you rank, if you get within the top five, you get to live. Anything below that, you get culled. Mm. Culled? What is culled? Oh, just killed. It's just a nicer way of saying killed. Uh, oh, uh. it's like slang. Geralt yeah. of Trivia... What's your deal? Are you a wandering trivia knight? Like, what's your thing? First thing you need to know about me is I'm infertile, so I can fuck whoever I want. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Second thing you need to know about me is uh, I love trivia. I have two different kinds of cards here. These cards are for <laughs> monsters, and these cards are for the other kinds of monsters. Because uh, I love asking people random questions about the world that they live in. I've heard of these people. They call them a watcher. <laughs> God. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. I'm the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> so really quick question, uh, uh, Geralt. When is this night event? Nightfall. So Aaron's oh, like, oh, I was right. So oh, it's I four nights it. and it's at night. 
Wait. I get it. Yeah. So like tonight <laughs> they do one every night. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to enter this tournament, everybody. But like we should probably gear up. Yeah. So yeah. what do you do in this tournament? Like, there's a little bit of combat. There's a little bit of thinking your way through stuff. There's a little bit of using your hands. It's a lot of everything. It's basically arts the and most crafts. Enter- yeah, there's a, it's the most entertaining thing for dwarves. Meadowshade is a you haven't. I assume I'm assuming you haven't been to Meadowshade. No. You feel like you're out of from downtown. Meadowshade was an old dwarven mine that the mine went dry. They had to find another way of bringing in the money, and so they came up with the contest. Do we need to like dress up for this uh, night thing, or or can we it's just up kinda- to you? It's it's sort of your own style, whatever you oh, want to bring into it. Great. Uh, okay. Again, it, it it is four nights, so a lot of people that go in. We'll have a lot of armor and a lot of swords and, you know, really good protective stuff. But you don't have to. It's whatever your style is. Can pretty much anyone say they're a knight and then they get in? Do oh, you yeah, have to, for okay. sure. There's, you're not going to have to, like, show your papers or anything. How many tokens do we get for winning trivia? Uh, it depends on how many questions in a row you get. Well, so, yeah, what's the most we could get? Is it enough to get everything we want? Yeah, it's definitely enough to get everything you want. Yeah, I say we get that grill and the pants, and you want the visor, Henry, probably? Sure. I mean, I, I cast spells, so, I, you know, and I... That makes I, sense. Like, Glenn, I'm, I'm pretty I good at crosswords, so I feel like I could do a little bit of wordplay, you know? Is there a fourth item? There's four of us, I'm just saying. <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh, you want the... <laughs> The secret other item. <laughs> Geralt sort of pats himself down and goes, uh, fourth, fourth thing, fourth thing, fourth <laughs> thing. And he pulls out a pair of sunglasses uh, that have in like Mark Jacobs font on the side it says, Bryce Baker. Thank you, Bryce. He goes, these are the uh, sunglasses of napping. If the dad falls asleep while wearing these radical sunglasses, you can wake up extra early, but you have to take a nap later to compensate. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. It, it allows a long rest to be taken over a four-hour period instead of the usual eight-hour period. Oh, but man. the next time you long rest, you have to rest four hours longer to experience the benefits. And you have to constantly brag about how early you woke up that day. Oh, gosh. I, I love that. I, Beth May, am wearing those sunglasses right now. <laughs> Girl, let's... uh. Well, we'd like to take you on in your little uh, trivia game, even though we know nothing about this realm. But you know what? I think we could bluff our way through it. Well, there's no consequence for losing this trivia. Yeah, game, let's right? do it. How much does it cost? Ten gold. All right. I plop ten gold coins in front of Geralt. So he takes the ten gold coins. He goes, all right. So you have two choices. He pulls out the silver deck of trivia questions. <laughs> and then he pulls out the steel deck of trivia questions. He goes, off. do you want the one for men or the one for monsters? Ooh. Wait, when you say four men and four monsters, are these trivia questions about men versus ones about monsters? Or that's, that's, that's the first that's, question? That's the first trivia question. <laughs> I think we should take Let's the, take the men. The men deck? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are men. We're men. We're, yeah, we're men. We're men. We're men, men. You know, we're people. Can we say we're people? I don't, you know. Are you Are you a man, Henry? Yeah, but like, I feel like I'm more than my gender. I'm a person. So. I'm only my gender. <laughs> There's nothing beyond it. We'll, we'll take the men deck. All right, sounds good. So he puts down the other deck, and he goes, so uh, thematically, these questions are about, I don't know if you all keep up with current affairs with the news, but oh, absolutely. there are some, uh, I guess, invaders from another world that huh. came in and have been cutting a swath of destruction across Faerun. So this is sort of, it's all about them. Huh. So uh, the first question is, hey, Aaron, you better be listening up. Aaron's like, I don't care about any of it. Yeah, sure. I'll listen. Sure. She's why not? She's elbow deep in a bucket of wings. Yeah. She's just, <laughs> she's like, these are so fucking good. Why would anyone ever eat salad? <laughs> okay. So the first question is, and this question was asked by Scott McLaughlin, who was the first person the dad spoke to upon arriving in the forgotten realms? And what did those dads do to them? Well, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, oh no, it wasn't CERN. It was the, we mugged him, whoever he was. Yeah. We hit them with a car. It was the num. It was the numbers. It was the various numbers. It was the number people. Oh, it was yeah. It was number three, right? Number three. I think it was the first one we actually talked to. The other ones we just killed. Three got killed by the Lance later. So yes, uh, correct. Uh, it was three. 
uh, was the first person they talked to, and he was executed by the lance. Mm. All right, next question. Good job, guys. How many tokens? That's one token. One token. All right. Flicks a token at you with his thumb. Catch it, and I toss it to Ron. I Uh, miss it. (laughs) (laughs) Then I pick it up. Next question. In the town of Neverwinter, there were two sons that pretended to be the Lord of Chaos. Which one of the two sons ended his uh, experience in Neverwinter wanting to be a love wolf? (laughs) Henry. Henry, Henry, this is yours. yours. (laughs) And do not look at your notes. Uh, I feel like it was Sparrow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. boy, Whoever went up the elevator. Can I do a memory? No, I can't. No, no, use your human. Can I phone a friend? (laughs) (laughs) We phone Beth. You want to phone Beth? (laughs) I don't know why she would know anything about this. I don't think Beth would know. Oh, those two boys are always up to their hijinks, and and it's so hard to tell them apart sometimes. Yeah, see, (sighs) even he can't tell. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was Sparrow. Is that your final answer? Are you sure? It was Lark. Lark, Love Wolf. L, right? All right. Gerald goes, it was Sparrow. (laughs) You guys don't ever watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That's always the trick when they ask for the final answer. Yeah, (sighs) yeah. Sorry, sorry. So you're back down to whatever the next one is. You only get one token for it because you, your your streak is broken. So sorry about that. Sorry, guys. I really blew. Don't tell my boys. Don't tell my boys. I'm, I never hear the end of it when that happens. I'll tell Sparrow and then call him Lark. <laughs> so uh, Nicole Milan uh, suggested this next question. In the forest of the water mice, they sell many flowers that do different hallucinogenic oh, damn, things. Damn. What do the purple flowers do? Oh, fuck off. Nicole, why you gotta do this like this? Do me dirty. God, so many. Also, all the people who submitted questions did not provide the answer, so I was like, God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, purple was purple flowers floating. I thought. Oh, was blue floating? Yeah, I was gonna say floating. So, um, was purple nausea? Glenn, you um, were the one that was, I mean, you packed. Doesn't it you, make you like fall asleep or something? Wait, don't we still have a couple of those flowers in the backpack, don't we? Don't no, we have some in the van? I no, think Daryl definitely Daryl in the van. You can't just get up and leave a trivia night, go someplace and get <laughs> the answer and come back, though. Yeah, I feel like purple was nausea. It was either nausea or yeah. upset stomach indigestion diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh stuff Glenn, you're a drug dealer. You, I, you think red the was the, I think red was make you. Red make was you uppers. Uh, red, yeah. So red was um, make you forget math, the last. Basically, it was the one that screwed you up. Blue was like uh, oh, man. floating. Floating. Um, I'm gonna go with nausea. 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 So he points at uh, at Daryl and he goes, "Unfortunately, you should have listened to him. It was levitating." Fuck oh, damn, Daryl, you just answered these. <laughs> Fuck. It's a shame. If we get two tokens, we're giving that girl. Everybody. <laughs> this is the last question. Fuck. Unfortunately. So when the, the dads went to their first town, they uh, lied to a tavern owner and said they would deliver her a certain number of barrels of beer. Oh, shit. Do you remember how many barrels they promised? It was either like nine or 13. It was like eight? I don't, I don't I'll, know. I'll give you a hint. It was double digits and it's less than 20. Okay. I think it was 13. I mean, you're the businessman, Ron. You, you put that deal together. <laughs> Daryl, I wish I had that much faith. I think it was 13. Is that Beth saying that or Ron saying that? It's Beth <laughs> saying it. And then Ron is like, I think it was 13. I agree, Ron. I think uh, 13 sounds about right. I love your confidence. It was 15 barrels. No! I'm sorry. I am you, sorry. I feel a little bad now that we never gave her those barrels. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, geez. she feels bad about it, too. That's why I know about it. Wait, are you the guys? No. No, 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 no. I said we would theoretically feel like she got stiffed by those jackasses. Yeah, we heard about it secondhand, which is why we thought it was 13 and not 15. Actually, it's now that you bring telephone. somebody choose. Actually, sir, I have a question. Hi, Daryl Wilson. Nice to meet you. We just met. You're Daryl Wilson. No. Yeah. Um, Daryl Wilson was one of the dads. You're the dads. These trivia questions are rather specific to us. You're saying if somebody else were to do this trivia game, these would have been the questions you would have asked he them? Was, it's a current events thing about the yeah. path of destruction we've been weaving across this yeah. realm. So NDR's yes. been talking about it. Oh, so we're pretty famous. What's in the monsters deck? Uh, honestly, I knew you were going to go for the man deck. <laughs> <laughs> I always have the monster deck as an option, but that's just a feint. If you had said that, I would ask you the same question and been like, these guys are monsters, huh? It's a uh, thing where you, you make it seem like you're doing more work than you do as prep, but you really only have the one thing. Well, we got one token. Well, we have a token. Geralt of Trivia. Um, can I get a Can I get an autograph from the dads? Actually, yeah. Actually, you know what? Since you guys are the dads, I feel like I give you an extra token. Just that'd for be great. No, tip. Be, how if much you, was the grill again? The grill's four tokens. Ha! The pants are two. <laughs> <laughs> the pants are two tokens. The grill's four tokens. The sunglasses are two tokens, and the visor is five tokens. Well, so Ron, looks like your dream came true today. What uh, if I go for the sunglasses? No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would like one pair of pants, uh, holographic, please. The orc teen at the uh, desk with all the prizes goes, holy shit, somebody actually got the stupid pants that don't do anything. All right, congratulations. And he hands you the belt. Thanks. Hey, so what's your name? My name is Orc, O-R-K. Hey, so we're... We- <laughs> I was named that by Nadia Willis. <laughs> just just Orc? Yeah, O-R-K. It'd be like me calling, calling someone human, right? <laughs> hey, man, don't punk on the guy's yeah. name. He's uh, probably yeah. got a lot yeah. of issues no, about de- it. Definitely, definitely make fun of the guy who's working at a Bullywugs <laughs> instead of following my dreams of being a magician slash juggler. But no, yeah, I definitely, I'm the one you want to dunk on. You're a magician slash juggler? Can you show me a cool trick? All right, pick. So he fans a deck of cards in front of you. Pick a card. Pick any card. I pick a card. It's the Jack of Spades. All right, all right. Put it back in the deck. Okay. So he shuffles the deck, and he goes. So there's no way I can know your card, right? No, no, no way. Uh, and then he casts uh, uh, Read Mind on you, and it fails. And he goes, I have no idea what your card is. He's <laughs> <laughs> still working on that one. Still working on it. Hey, Orc, uh, uh, nice to meet you. My name is Daryl Wilson. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I reach out and... I mean, not great, but... We don't have a lot of time. We know the tokens are essentially just, you know, I, I get it. You're doing your job. Is there a way that we could get this grill and these sunglasses and, and stuff without going through this whole hassle? Oh, yeah. If you wanted to bribe me, I'd be super down for that. Oh, well, that's, that's easy. Hey, tell um, me what we got. Oh, we we can autograph something for him. Oh, yeah. Because we're hey, so famous. Yeah, good idea. Ron, why don't you tell me how famous you are? Hey, this is Ron. Ron Stampler. Of Hi, I'm Ron. Oh, the singer? Yeah, that's me. Oh, shit. Can um, I open for you? Um, <laughs> yes, Ron. Like a door or? <laughs> no, like the orc hour of, of excitement where I, ju- I juggle, I tell jokes, I do magic. Hey, listen, Orc, I've only got 15 minutes of material, so I don't know if I want an hour opener. <laughs> um, but you could get a selfie with me. What is a selfie? Um, it's when you um, stop a celebrity on the street, and then you make them take a couple pictures of you and them, and then they're all blurry. <laughs> Roll a persuasion. Natural 20. Yes! <laughs> He goes, there's nothing I would like more. 
Bring it in. I like the idea that there's like a the Bullywogs painter is like on the corner, like kind of rushes over with an easel to quickly paint this portrait. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's a goblin. It goes, somebody call for a selfie. <laughs> uh, and India, uh, he he quickly brings up the easel, but it's like an old timey camera where there's like a curtain, and he goes like, leave me to my work, and he like puts it over his head. <laughs> but he has to be facing like behind us or yes, something. <laughs> exactly. He's, it's a weird thing where it's like reflect. There's a mirror and he's like facing away from you, but looking back at you, he goes, pose and hold that pose for exactly thirty five minutes. <laughs> And then he just paints it and gives it back to you, and it's not good. It's it's oh, very. I don't blurry. like my smile. I'll do another. I'll do another one. I'll do another one. And he starts painting. It takes another thirty-five minutes. Anything for a fan. <laughs> uh, and then he gives it to Orc, and Orc is like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! Nobody's gonna believe I, I I'm friends with the, the famous outlaw slash crooner uh, Ron Stampler." Well, just tell my story, kiddo. I don't know what what it is yet. So can we take the items, those items now? Oh, uh, yeah, you can have one of them. I think the grill is going to be the most useful for all of us as a group. I mean, I'll make meat for everybody, you know? Uh, or, you know, I'll, I'll grow some veggies for you, Henry. You know what? Fucking it- have them all. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Those items are cool. I feel like I feel like it'll add to your story if you have them. <laughs> oh, thanks, Orc. I, I, just so you know that I did slightly press the silent alarm because that's what we're supposed to do if we see the dads. It takes 70 minutes for the... For, you guys gotta get a better silent alarm there, yeah, son. Yeah, no, they're very, they come all the way from Waterdeep. It's a whole thing. And he points at the silent alarm, and it's just a guy with his mouth. I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a very quiet bird. Yeah, it doesn't very, make a round. It operates on a very high frequency. And then somewhere in Waterdeep, another bird's going, <laughs> oh, geez, guys, we might need to skedaddle here. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, what's up? How are those wings? Oh my god, they're so fucking good. How many do you have? You were kind of there. We've been here. We've been here it's over an hour, eat, right? It's all you can eat. And the guy's like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I might have to bounce. I don't know." Hey, we when's the next? Out, y'all. When's the next shuttle to the the night thing? Well, it's uh, is it dawn? So uh, a couple hours, I guess. But there's like cops coming for us. There's like bad yeah, guys. Yeah, but like it'll take about a day. Like if you wanted to go, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing. They're very slow. That's why I didn't feel so bad pressing the alarm. How did you get robbed, Orc? Oh no, this is not for getting robbed. This is literally just if we see the dads. Oh, do you oh. have a different silent alarm for when you get robbed? No, we just let it happen. Like this <laughs> corporate says, you should just let. <laughs> Don't try to stop them in any way. Because if I get hurt, then they're held liable. Huh. It's kind of more to protect them than to protect me. Well, uh, well, Orc, it's been good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, no, it's been great. It's been great meeting all of you. Sorry I called the pose on you, but... Uh, good luck with your magic. Now, we're going to do a magic trick and disappear. Hey. Maybe. I don't know. We might hang around and do some darts or something. Okay, cool. Yeah. So is this grill propane, coal? What, uh, what it, are we looking at here? It I'm operates it off of a uh, thought. Oh, that's the one thing I don't know how to cook with. <laughs> well, I've got some pretty hot thoughts. You gotta you gotta think about something that frustrates you and the frustration causes a spark. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Daryl can definitely handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's powered by hot takes. <laughs> You're just uh-huh. saying a hot take to the grill yeah. and then the grill say, fires up. Say an opinion that's like slightly controversial, but not really. It's kind of more about you having the opinion than the opinion itself, and mm-hmm. it'll turn it right on. This seems like a dangerous grill for Daryl to have, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the more racially charged, the better. I think we got it. Guys, wait, hold on. Hey, Orc. Yeah. You said you knew about us. What uh-huh. do what what did they know about us? So uh, the story going around that's been sort of a, the scuttlebutt is that four very bad dads, sorry, this is their words, not mine, four fine, fine. very horrible dads appeared in our world 
Uh, their kids ran away because the dads were so bad, and they've been killing a swath across the country trying to get their they kids back. They talk anything about our mode of transportation? Uh, yeah, they say they're in a, a big metal beast. Shit. Guys, Odyssey Sun's been made. We might need to take the shuttle here to go in there in order to remain incognito. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I assume we were going to take the shuttle. It seems nice that they have a shuttle for the for the night. Well, I mean, the con- <laughs> I like that Henry's reason is like, well, it's carpooling, clearly. It's carpooling. It saves on gas. It's just the thing is, if you if you do leave your van here, the cops are on their way here. And Ooh. then you'll be in the thing and they're your van. So they'll just be waiting for you or they'll impound the, the, the beast. Yeah, we're not leaving this van, Glenn. No. Or How Shinji, whatever in- its name is. It says Shinji on the side. So yeah, they'll imprison Shinji. Maybe they'll arrest Shinji instead of the van. That's a theory. Guys, <laughs> just as a thought, by the way, if we ever get in a bit of heat, we're pinning this all on Shinji. Oh, absolutely. All right, guys. I mean, we, we got these cool items. I feel Sounds like, like we should go to the like, van. Hey, is there like an employee like uh, feedback form type of thing? Yeah, yeah, right over there. And it's a guy with his shirt off. He has a tattoo on his back that says feedback here. And he's just bent over and he's got a, a dagger in his hand. I'd like to approach this. Uh, like, hey, how's this work? He hands you the dagger and he goes, carve your feedback. Oh, okay. Oh. Can't we just write it on like a slip or something? It feels like this is going to hurt you quite Slips a bit. Slips get lost. I do not. <laughs> what, what does it say on his back so far? <laughs> it says, uh, this feedback system is really weird. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> Somebody carved that into your back? Yeah. How do you feel about your job? Is this, are you okay with this? I love it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn leaves A++++++++ a lot of pluses on there. Yes. For for Orc. Like, great service from Orc. This will be heard by management. Ron Carves, um, (laughs) great service by Orc. The atmosphere can use some work. Fun for the whole family. Two stars. (laughs) (laughs) Is this so when we carve our opinions at your back, it seems like it might be pretty painful. So do you, do you yelp when we, <laughs> when we do that? I do. I do. Why is, every, why is everyone groaning? That's what I do. Do you Google review too? <laughs> you yell me. I yelp so hard I Google. Nice. Oh, okay. It's right. sad. Orc says, uh, also, if you wanted to get some books to study for the big uh, game, the library is, is here. He's Wait, in the- what? Wait, what? Yeah, we got we got a lot. He, he's called a lot. He's a he, he's got a big tower of books. He's uh he's in the outback. He's got set up a little book fair for himself for the kids. They let the library be around children. Yeah, reading is fundamental. Oh man, <laughs> oh. wow, this is a rough world. Okay, um, Dad Huddle, Aaron, Orc get in walks here. in and Aaron. he goes, "Oh, Dad, sorry, sorry. I was just I felt like I was one of the gang. All right, <laughs> wait, you can stay around. You, know, you might you oh, might yeah. be helpful. Oh hell yeah, he's not really a dad though. No, he's not. But oh, no, he- I am. Oh, you, you, you have a kid? Uh-huh. Oh, what's your kid's name? So my wife, Emster, she named our son Coconut Mama. <laughs> Coconut, I love, that's beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's a family name. Coconut Mama. I didn't know they had coconuts here. What? <laughs> I, all right, never mind. Uh, the library's here. We're overdue on our books now, right? No, we're not, we overdue? we're not overdue. We no, you're not overdue. You just don't have them. You just don't have them. If you guys run into the library, don't tell them that we burned the books. Because I feel like if he knows the books have been destroyed, then he's going to be mad. So is our plan to hopefully maybe get out of this whole world before the books are due? I mean... And we'll be home by dinner. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, into the dad huddle. Oh, yeah. What's up? Hey, uh, the library is here. Oh. Shit. How easy is it to kill him? As far as I can tell, it's extremely difficult. He has but the... let me uh, ask you this. Does he have any books on how to kill him? 
Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> he has books on every single conceivable thought and idea. So yeah, I guess maybe he, he would. has a book on how to get out of your library fees, and then we don't have to kill like a him. Scam school, like that's clever. Wait, here's an idea. Yeah, okay. there are rumors that he's related to scam likely, so that could be something. <laughs> but as far as I could tell, so in this world, we sort of as a group sort of arbitrarily sort of attach challenge ratings to people arbitrarily. Oh, God oh, almighty. oh boy, so that's uh, advantage for you and a D four of damage for everybody else. Ooh, full four. Four damage. Good grief. That's a three. <laughs> You'll be fine. This is how you're all going to die. I'm about to grill, baby. It's just an excuse to grill. <laughs> so in this world, we do a thing where we arbitrarily assign like challenge ratings to things to show like how dangerous they are and how hard they are to kill. And this guy is is up there. He's like a he's like a he's like a ten more yeah. or less than the vampire we destroyed. He's less, definitely we, less. And we killed that guy without a freaking delicious steak right beforehand. And when when well, I got look, steak look, in look, me, when I got steak this. in me, let me say me. this, Freddie Wong here. We how much time do we have left until the books are overdue? Two weeks. Like you, you guys spent so little time. Okay, in, guys, uh, in that in that village, guys, guys, guys. Rekaput. I know that whatever's up ahead here, there's probably going to be a tournament of sorts. We'll probably level up before then, which will make the fight easier for us. I don't know if we should, as Glenn, I don't know if we should confront him now. We, we can run out the clock a little bit and try and get a lay of the I land first. I would like to see if the library has a book on how to get out of library fees. Let's ask the library because you guys have told me I've had some uh, whisperings in my ears that uh, I haven't been paying attention and not getting the correct book I need for helping out at this bug pack. And we got a good solution, but maybe there's a book in there that will, uh, maybe we should finally ask about, you know, if there's something to get us out of blood packs. If we check out more books and the deadline for those books is even further, he can't kill us for the first books because then he'll never get the other books back. Ah. Wait a minute. You're right. It'll be a perpetual state. We just have to keep racking up more debt. This is like one of my, when one of my friends continued to take classes at a local community college to delay his need to pay back his student loans. It's exactly... Did you guys ever see the movie The Big Short? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> I would like to go visit the library and see if we can get the answer yeah, to some of these the questions. We can, yeah, we can you get... might have the red badge of courage, too. <laughs> Okay, so you head out back. It's like a Scholastic Book Fair. It is exactly like a Scholastic Book Fair. So inside of a a, a big sort of carriage, you see uh, uh, it's almost like, you know, like an old Scholastic Book truck. I guess now it would be more like a food truck to kids. Um, (laughs) You see the library leaning out of a window going, books, books, books for anybody, for any age, any occasion, and any subject. And there are a bunch of kids running around going, yay. And they're getting like (laughs) shitty novelizations of their favorite plays that they saw that are just like (laughs) slightly different. But like, they're like, I'm reading. Um, and just comic books, just yeah, like all the lot of comic books yeah. and pictures. He goes, these aren't really art, but like, go ahead, I guess, as long as it gets you reading and away from those uh, blood sports. <laughs> <laughs> Almost said phones, thought better of it. If they read enough books, do they get a coupon for a personal pan pizza? That's for exactly. Pizza? <laughs> yeah, it's literally, I was literally just about to say oh that. There's a, he's a, he's a, like a, a spool of coupons next to him that say like one free personal pan pizza at Bullywugs. Uh, and one guy comes up and he's got like a little board game and you had to fill in all the spaces. He goes, look, I got Fanfy the Dragon all the way across with all the books that I read. He goes, oh, a pizza for you. And he <laughs> rips off one and hands it to him. Uh, and he goes, I love my job. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> I turn to the guys. I'm like, guys, we can't kill him. This guy's such a beautiful beacon of knowledge and learning in he's, this world. Yeah, I'm so conflicted because he's getting kids to read. And yeah, I'm all about that. How many kids do you think he's killed, though? Well, mm, I guess that's true. I mean, it's kind of like the internet in our world, where it is both something that has really brought the world together, but it's also tearing it apart. See, I don't know about you, but I feel like there's no scale. Like, how many, Henry, how many good things does he need to do to balance out that whole killing kids thing? 
Uh, I feel like it's all bad. He's no, all bad. But we don't know if he's killed kids. Are you saying there's not a single kid on this on this planet that we're on that didn't forget a book or lost a book at some point? As you say that, you hear him go, and don't forget to bring it back on time or I'll skin you and eat you alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done it. That's not rhetoric. <laughs> uh, hello, Mr. Library. Oh, my old friends. You four. Never gotten to know your names, but uh, how are my books? How are they doing? Oh, they're, they're wonderful. They're great. We love them so much that we're looking at, you know, maybe expanding out the old library or, or doing some more reading. Somebody choose to roll deception for saying that they're going great. Uh, I have the plus six on deception, I so I'll do that. Yes. 17. Okay, so he's going to roll perception. Uh, he believes you. He goes, oh, I'm, it always warms the cockles of my what would be a heart if it were there to hear that my books are being taken care of. What brings you back? Did you have you come to return them? Of course. Oh, we're still working our way through them. We're still enjoying them. You know, we're giving them a second read just to make sure we really learn ah, soak it up. Yeah, we're That's doing good. a round table. We each read a few of them, and a now book we're club. Trans- a yes, book, a book club. club. So we're not all done with all of them yet. It a took us club. a long time to find bookmark. So um, now that we can You've finally met bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, swell. Gal, girl, uh, guy. Yeah, she's a girl. Girls can be named Mark. I love. Tell her. me more about what you love about Bookmark. <laughs> um, just uh, she really keeps track of where I am emotionally. Oh, she's very good at that. Yes, yes, yes. Roll deception. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah, that's exactly what she does. <laughs> real, real emotional support. Bookmark is, and that's it. All right. <laughs> That's fair. We don't have to talk about her again. <laughs> hey, so sir, what brings you here? Yes. So, well, you were in the market for two books. Um, two. Uh, for one, we were wondering if you have any books that might help someone get out of a blood pact like that they got into. Ooh, of a blood pact. Let me see. Let me see. We'll help if you have specifics. I have the copy of the blood pact right here. Oh, that would be wonderful. And you take out uh, the blood pact from your wallet and the muffled noise of Grant's uh, image screaming in it. Uh, uh, turns into ah as you unfold it. Uh, and I put my fingers <laughs> in my ears so I can't hear it. Uh, and uh, the library looks at it and it goes like, "Ooh, this is a, this is a doozy. You fucked this up right good." <laughs> uh, let me let me check our inventory. And he grabs the sides of his mouth and just begins to pull like wide open. Oh my god! And the mouth stays the way that it is once he lets go of it. It's just like massive, this massive fucking mouth now. And then he reaches in with his both arms that like seem to get longer and like develop new elbows like a fucking cockroach. And he just like like just is scrounging around inside of himself. And you see his belly moving and shit. God. And he pulls out a book that says Dark Packs and How to Break Them. And he slams it on the table, and a bunch of slime comes off Ooh. from it. This ought to do the trick. All right. Well, yeah, we'd love to check this out. Okay. Uh, since you already have some books checked out, I will need something as collateral. Oh, uh, that's right. Like what? Like, uh, oh, a hand? Any hand? Like one of yours. One of my hands. You'll get it back when the book comes back. Well, but will we get it reattached? Of course. It, it's not just going to be a decomposing hand. No, no, no. I'm not a monster. No, I'll give you the hand back in its original shape. You'll, I'll just magically remove it and magically put it back. Dad Huddle. Dad Huddle. We need to decide which of us would look coolest with a hook for a hand. <laughs> I mean, definitely Glenn, but I don't think any of us should be giving up a I hand. I need both of my hands, man. Well, These are my I, money makers. I'll say this. My riff machines. Question, Mr. Library. Yes. Do we have to return all our books to get our hand back or just the ones we checked out for this deal? Just the ones you checked out for this deal. Okay, so oh, we'll just can, read it and give it back we, to We can read it and get it back, and then you get your hand back afterwards. So I don't see what's so wrong with that. What do you mean, your hand? How, does, it, <laughs> does it hurt I, when you take it off? Oh, very much so. Okay, so there is one more book we'd like to check out. Okay. 
we're doing research for a story that we're writing. I love stories. It's, it's actually like a sort of pro-library story because it's about someone who checks out books and then doesn't return them oh, and then tries, tries to run a scam whereby he's going to try to hoodwink the library that he ah, rented them from. Cautionary tale. So we were wondering if you, just for research purposes, had any books on how to get out of paying your library fees. All right, roll persuasion. Uh, I got an 18. He goes, ooh, always happy to help with a little cautionary tale for the kiddies. I got to keep you kids in line, he says, like looking at the little kids. And they're like, ah, and he's like, yeah, the screaming won't be fa- pretend when if you. Uh, <laughs> yes, let me get out the uh, library bylaws. And then he stares at you like blankly for a second. And then he just jams his entire hand up his nose. <laughs> and uh, he goes, oh, <laughs> and and. and grabs something, there's like a crunching noise. It's very Total Recall. And then he fucking pulls it out, uh, wipes the, the schmutz off of it, and it's a pamphlet, and uh, he hands it to you, and it says uh, the rules of the library. Okay. Um, all right, so Daryl, give him your hand so we can check these books out. One hand, my hand should be good enough for both these books, right? All right, so he puts out his hand, and he goes, why don't you give me a shake? Let me be the judge. Bust my hand out, and I grab it, and give right. him a firm handshake. We're going to do opposing strength checks. That is uh, 17. You crush the bones in his hand <laughs> and like not just that, but like his hand is the skin of it is a lot softer than you expected. Moisturizes. So it like, just like some of the skin just slides off of his fingers while you're and just like blood shoots out of the knuckles. Yeah. And it goes like, ooh, good boy. <laughs> good strong boy. Sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you there, buddy. Oh no, it was great. It was very impressive. Yes, I will take just one of your hands then. We'll get it right back, Daryl. It's gonna be fine. So so easy for you to say, Henry. But look, whatever needs to happen for Grant. All right, I put my left hand out. All and right, then you so- shake it all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you might not want to look while I do this. I stare at my hand. All right. He leans over and goes, oh. and his tongue comes out and slowly curls around your hand and oh then just constricts. God. And he goes, again, I told you not to look. This is going to be very Why are you bad. talking to me while you do I this? I just wanted you to know. And then... It starts like rotating like a fucking chain in a chainsaw and it just goes and then it just starts fucking rotating around your hand so hard and the friction of his sandpapery tongue just like fucking grinds through your wrist. I start vomiting at him. He goes, that's what I thought. That makes sense. (laughs) And the vomit's just hitting his face because you're looking at him. This is horrible. This is so bad. Uh, oh. And uh, and uh, after a so w- hold my hand. <laughs> I hold, Which I hold, one? <laughs> my other hand. I it's hold. Gone. I hold Daryl's other hand. Uh, it's gonna be okay, buddy. Just hang on. <laughs> and uh, and then you feel your hand just getting less and less worn away by his tongue. And then eventually, mercifully, after you know far too long, there is a sickening crack and then a sickening thump as your hand hits the ground. Uh, the library goes, Woo. and he wipes you off of his tongue, and uh, he goes, that was an ordeal. That is one of the meatiest wrists I've seen in quite some time, my boy. And he picks up the hand, and then goes, down the hole, and then flicks it into the air, and then opens up his gullet again, and just, boom, and goes right into his stomach. He goes, I'll keep it that for keeping until you bring the book back. Way to take one for the team, Daryl. Give Dang, the man dude. a hand. Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl passes out before he heard that. <laughs> 
Every game is a D4. I take two damage as I heard that. Let's prop Daryl up so that when he wakes up, he doesn't you know, like swallow his tongue in his sleep or something. Put him in the recovery pose. Yeah, put him in the recovery pose. Is the wound like, is it just bleeding profusely? Is it cauterized? It is, is cauterized. It, okay. So no bleeding. It's just, it, it looks mangled and nasty, but it, it, there's there's no blood that you can tell. It just like oh, kind of, man. there's flaps of skin going in there. It's like, oh. it's a whole thing. Okay. Um. I start waking up. Okay, Daryl, don't look at your hand, okay? Just look Guys. over there. Look over there. I had this crazy dream where I threw a football to you, Henry. Mm-hmm. I like reached back and, and I see my hand <laughs> and I pass out again. <laughs> You're like Niall seeing blood. <laughs> yep. Why don't you guys pour through the book about the pact and I'll read this library pamphlet okay. and then we can get Daryl's hand back. I'm not the strongest reader, just so you know. That's okay. If you win, just, you know, anything that leaps out at you, just, you know, okay. just say it out loud. The <laughs> blood pact. And you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's one page down. <laughs> one, um, page, okay. one page down. Reading the pamphlet about the library, you can see that if you can make the library guilty of any killable crimes in his own eyes, so basically if you can make him fail to return a book on time or destroy a book or any of those kinds of things, then he'll be equally guilty of carrying out that punishment and he'll have to do it to himself. So he'll have to rip off and eat his own skin. Ooh. But in the in the eons that he's existed, nobody's ever managed to. That's that's never happened because he loves books so much. So if we get him to destroy one of his own books, mm-hmm. he will. He'll have to punish himself by the rules that he uh, adheres to. Okay. So that's the big loophole that you find mm-hmm. in the book about blood packs. So there's a, a one other way of getting out of the blood pack, which is that if the victim of the blood pack. If their inherent nature changes, either their their moral alignment or their physical uh, species or like status, then they can no longer be the object of the curse. So if Grant got turned into another creature, transmogrified into something else, or you know turned completely evil so that his inner nature would change or whatever, a then different he would person. Be, he'd essentially be a different him, person. What if we get him from like chaotic good to lawful good? Uh, that's not enough. It's got to be. It's got to be what pure good through, to evil, or it's got to be. What if he went through puberty? Oh, that's interesting. What yeah. if he became a man? That's actually really good. If you, can, <laughs> if you can make him a man within 24 uh, hours of meeting him. <laughs> this sounds like a really bad 80s ra- like, yeah. ro- like raunchy comedy. Goat? Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> it's a five second. Panama <laughs> starts playing. <laughs> yeah. What if we show him a bunch of like men's rights activist videos on YouTube. Yeah, if we turn him into an incel. If yeah. you did that, that would definitely change who he is. A inherently. You can Daryl's not going to let that happen. Yeah, from what you a know is of, of Grant, he is generally a nice kid. He's not. What was if we turn him into like a girlfriend and then turn him back into Grant? Then the second he comes back into Grant, the pack comes pact back. reactivates. Unless you can get any of the other things well, to happen in the meantime. Looks like we're going to have to use this deck of cards, everybody. Um, hey, we're done with these books. Can I have my hand back? Oh, already? I mean, do we need anything else? Um, no, I think we got everything we needed from the books. All right, well, let me warm up the old, <laughs> let me warm up the old tongue lash again. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm not gonna look this time. <laughs> he, he goes, good, good idea. <laughs> he vomits your hand back out. Is it like a he like a couple of hands come comes out and he has oh, to yeah, find yeah. Daryl? <laughs> he goes, which, which one is yours? Which one of these? Uh, is it the one with the ring? Is it the one with the long nails? Which one? Darryl, Tell me which how, one you want. How well do you actually know the back it's of your one. hand? I know my wedding ring. It's that one. I sh- okay. I, I'm sad I didn't take I it off before. I shake it to see if it feels familiar. Hey, how does that shake feel there, Ron? And not as strong as it normally does. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he uh, grabs the hand that is your hand and just sort of jams it into the stump. Again, do not look. 
and his tongue comes out again. But now instead of being like a fin and sandpapery, it's like a beaver's tail. And he just like pats the top of your the, <laughs> the, the fucking hand of the thing. And like your hand and the stump kind of almost act like clay. And you can see them just like sort of smooshing into one another. Oh and he's like, pop, 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 pop. And he does it under your hand or whatever. And then... Uh, he gives a little a little kiss and then it's uh, and then it's all it's it's already it's good as new. It's just backwards. It's, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, it's, the thumbs the other way. He's like, you can make that work, right? No, no, fix it. All right, fine. And he just, I look away again. He just breaks it and then ah. reattaches it. And then it's all it's fine again. All right, just so everybody knows, Anthony was like making tongue motions when he was doing that too, which was very disturbing. Well, well, so that's a crazy thing we did that has no lasting consequences. <laughs> Well, I suppose we should we should sally forth and um, we need to get the heat away from us as we're doing this tournament here. Mm-hmm. And I know they're going to be coming here. So what better way of making them think like we've skedaddled than if we drove off and then like, you know, hit it well. And then they'll be looking for us not at this tournament. Oh, so like we drive off in the opposite direction. Yeah. And then we hide the van. We come back. We go into the shuttle into town. Aaron can give us a ride on the trees or something, and we can oh, like, yeah. you know hide. And it. I can cover you and the the you know, use some. Oh use yeah, some, grass some of the trees can the... probably yeah. gl- glamour the the van. A oh, little yeah. tree garage for the van. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's what we do. So you just do that. It, it's it's easy. It doesn't <laughs> nothing about that involves roles because it's all your friends working together and stuff. So that's do we cool. meet any fun characters that we can ask their whole backstory? <laughs> and... Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they'll be in a side episode. It'll be it'll be in a in a oh, I can't remember what animes call it when it's like a parallel episode that's not related that you come back to later like Gaiden or something we actually know. just ran into that bdsm woman and uh if we get another 2000 patreons we'll do another yeah, BDSM yeah just do another bdsm episode <laughs> the, the snake that you rescued from that one jail is there he's real fun you see gar talk again it's a whole thing um but uh okay so you get on the the, the shuttle yeah so we yeah. hide so we've hidden our stuff away tire tracks are leading in the other direction and we sort of dust our hands off I'm like all right let's go to this tournament okay so you get on a shuttle so what does the shuttle look like? So the shuttle is seemingly just a normal carriage with some horses in front of it. But the driver of the carriage looks back at you and goes, all right, just so you guys know, we're going to get a little high. The altitude's going to get a little intense. You're probably going to fall asleep. But don't worry. I got your back. What a cool-ass shuttle driver. That's fucking cool The horses hell. start galloping, and then the sound of their galloping begins to uh, get lighter and lighter, and it's confusing, and then the galloping stops altogether, but you're still moving, and the horses take off into the sky because they sprout wings, uh, and they're like pegasi, and you go into the sky, and uh, as he promised, you begin to get a little lightheaded, and he goes, also, I'm going to meet up with another one of these shuttles. They're a little overloaded, so we're going to get some other guests. So when you wake up with some new people, don't freak out. They'll just be on your team. You all are on a team. Boy, a whole team of knights. Yeah. Well, it's you guys and one other guy. As you go into the sky, you begin to uh, uh, fall asleep. And then when you wake up, you're in the sky in this carriage that's floating above uh, meadow shade, which you can see is this big field with all these different outcroppings. There's little buildings somewhere, and there's mountains over there, and there's like a big building looks like a toilet over there, and there's all kinds of shit. You you begin to <laughs> wake up. There's a Wait. big building that looks like a toilet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You're all groggy or whatever, and you see uh, Grant is sitting <laughs> in the front seat. Oh, my God. And he wakes up, and he goes like, Dad? Grant. Oh, my God. Ah, I close my eyes and I try to run. <laughs> okay, so you run out of the carriage. You open the door of the carriage and begin to run out and like you stumble and fall. Yeah. Are you going to like try to grab onto the yeah, thing? Yeah, I was you're, thinking like, more like I turn and like probably hit a wall or something, but sure, whatever whatever yeah. you want to have. I don't want to fall out. But, yeah, yeah, you know. no. Okay, so, you, so you, you begin to fall, but then you yeah. grab, like, yeah, so you just grab onto the sides, but you're like by your fingernails yeah. or whatever. And then Grant comes over and he goes like, whoa, oh, okay, okay. Let me, uh, uh, and he tries to pull you up, but you're too heavy. And he goes, it's fine. Uh, I mean, we were going to, 
the question I was going to ask you when I saw you was, where are we dropping? You, <laughs> you see a bunch of other carriages <laughs> coming over. Are you fucking kidding me? This is a battle And uh, he goes like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? It's four nights. Four oh, nights. Oh, oh my God. God. Are you kidding it's four me? God damn it. I look at Grant. I pull myself up. And I have tears in my eyes and I hug him real tight. Oh, <laughs> Fortnite. I get it. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. Additional audio engineering this week by Chad Ellis. Chad was super helpful when we were starting out this podcast, and he had a lot of good tips for narrative and audio drama podcasts. So you check out his podcast. It's called Station Blue. It's an atmospheric horror audio drama about a guy working as a caretaker of an Antarctic research facility. And that's at stationbluepodcast.com, or just search Station Blue. Special thanks this week to Ryan, Carson Kelleher, Caitlin Marquard, Johnny Stanton, Bryce Baker, Scott McLaren, Nicole Milan, Nadia Willis, and M. Stare for submitting names, items, and trivia questions that we used in this episode. Also, thank you to Andrew Perkins, Christopher Pete, Liz Hastings, Philip Beddingfield, and Emma Stolman, who are some of the now over 1,000 stalwart individuals who support us on Patreon. Speaking of which, we hit our stretch goal this last week of 1,000 patrons, and I think I speak for everyone on this podcast when I say how totally and truly blown away we are by that insane fact. And as promised, we are now gearing up to do a canon prequel campaign that Anthony is going to run called In the Mountains of Dadness, using the Call of Cthulhu RPG system and featuring us playing as the dad's grandfathers we're very excited about that so head on over to patreon.com slash dungeons and dads to keep up to date on the progress of that this week we're also releasing issue two of daddy issues the in-character pdf newsletter featuring more great movie reviews by ron some strategy and tactics for the game of pinochle by daryl as well as a look at some non-dnd rpg systems for beginner dms from anthony that address again patreon.com slash dungeons and dads Dungeons and Daddies is also on Twitter. We're at Dungeons and Dads. Bit.ly slash Dungeon Dads for a private Facebook group. R slash Dungeons and Daddies for that subreddit where there's plenty of good memes and episode discussion to go around. Thank you again for listening. Our next episode is coming at you September 17th. So we will see you all then. There was a time when you could read between the lines. You know they never brought down never brought you down so while will is getting his chair i on i did on, i got it already but on youtube i continue to star, steal my part of I, the intro i searched star wars jizz and there's a playlist called star wars jizz music so if you're curious <laughs> as to what we're talking about go ahead and go youtube henry's or dad fact. <laughs> <laughs> dungeons and dice is brought to you this week by him. Boing. Boing. <laughs> your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What is? Wait, what? Why was it if your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through Hims, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name okay. treatments Hello. like Viagra, or generic alternatives worth the ninety-five percent cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had I'm a generic alternative sure. to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna Barbera. Dude, and I, I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That guy, <laughs> that guy's got to go. You see, they got so much energy that they can drive a car with their feet. <laughs> the process dude, is Barney simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. Like 100%. that's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. <laughs> Barty could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. Down his dick, it's like, it's simple. living. <laughs> Process simple, 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their site. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed if ED is getting you Dude, down. Dude, Barney probably wears that, just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time. His dick is right there. Oh That's God. why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time like you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treated. <laughs> Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H I M S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. <laughs> Hardness nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. It was very easy, very easy to use. The Rock uses sometimes, it. The Rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Mm. Head to acorns.com slash dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com slash dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.